friends and family how you can support number one just know that postpartum depression is normal in most women even the ones that don't say i didn't realize it until after the fact that that's what it was but and i didn't voice it i just was like Dang, i don't want her right now and nobody could define it for me and i didn't even know and half of y'all don't know that those feelings are normal i felt bad i felt guilty i felt all the things What's up, Stanky? What's up, Stink? What's good? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, what, what am I trying to say? You don't know. We're so glad that you <laughs> and blessed that, and blessed that y'all joined us for another beautiful episode of the couch. Okay. And before we get started, we need you to do what? Subscribe to the channel. Press this little bell. So you can get these notifications every Tuesday and Thursday. And I hope you're feeling good today, guys. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope that you guys have chosen to eat Cheesecake Factory. Try it out. And um, if you have not, it's okay. <laughs> you don't want it? That's fine, too. It's fine. It's cool. Uh, so today we are diving in. Oh, send this to five people. Let me not, let me not skip over that because that's important. <laughs> five. We're going to go up 10 next week. So send it to five people in your in your group chats. Put it in your DM group chats. Put the put the episodes. Share them, y'all, because someone may need an encouraging word. Okay. Today we're going to talk about a sensitive subject, something that I've um, been dealing with and still seeking help for. Let me let me be completely transparent, and honest. Um, I haven't quite gotten over this thing called postpartum depression and there's not a lot of talk about it. There's not a lot of awareness about it. And I know for a fact, before I had my son, no one told me nothing. Okay. Um, people glamorize getting pregnant. People glamorize motherhood. People glamorize being a parent and um, they only glamorize, but they never tell you the other side of it. Because I don't know about you, Nadia, but I think the, the, the worst thing I heard was, you ain't ready to have no baby. And I used to be like, okay. Like, okay what does that like, mean? Ain't nobody ready to have a baby. Not a single soul on this planet Earth you know, is ready for real for what it's like. Yeah. So I think t today we're just going to, I'm going to answer a few questions to help a few people out, partners and mom, new moms old moms like if you've been a mom for your baby 21 you could still be dealing with postpartum depression which is crazy right so um the first the first question is defining what postpartum depression is and postpartum depression is a type of depression that affects mothers after giving birth it's not just baby blues or a fleeting mood swing it's a serious mental health condition that can in interfere with the mother's ability to care for herself and her baby um, and I definitely dealt with it and I didn't realize that I had postpartum until he was probably about five or six mm -hmm. when he went to live with his dad. And I was like, and I think because he was with me, I never had time to actually feel anything, um, or even just know what it was. I just thought that I was, um, sad, mm -hmm. just like, I'm just sad about it. Mm -hmm. And, but I remember as soon as he came out of the womb. The doctor was like, you want to hold him? And I was like, no. And my mom was like, you got to hold a baby. I was like, mm -mm, no, I don't. I was like, I don't want, I don't want him. I was like, no. But even in the hospital, I'm saying these words out loud. I said, what I really want is a chicken sandwich. If you could go grab me one of those. <laughs> and I will hold that graciously. Um, and it, I'm not saying this to be funny. Like I really was in a, in a, in a space where I was like looking at him like, like what did I just do? <laughs> like what in the world? And nobody could define it for me. And I didn't even know, and half of y'all don't know that those feelings are normal. I felt bad, I felt guilty, I felt all the things. And 
I think it's important for us to tell women before they have a baby while they're pregnant that these are feelings that will arise as you go. And they're perfectly normal to feel as though I don't want this baby, but we can help find ways to help the mom get back to herself. Right. Um, statistics say that. And this is from the American Psychological Association. One in seven women experience postpartum depression, and that's roughly 15 percent of new mothers. It's important to know that note that these statistics change. OK, only because it's underreported because nobody asks the women how they really, really feeling. And so we really don't know how many women it might be six out of seven women feeling it. But but we don't say anything because we feel guilty. We feel really bad that we I'm looking at this child like what am I supposed to do? And it's always supposed to be a happy time. Mm -hmm. Always supposed they to glamorize it. Oh, you're about to have a baby. Oh, my God. We're going to have a shower. We're going to do this. And you just like, OK, cool. This going to be this going to be gravy. No, it's not. And it has beautiful moments. Don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. But today we talk about postpartum depression. Um, and the way it looks for other for women is different. And I want to, you know, what I'm saying this episode is just to bring some awareness to it because we don't talk about it enough. And I'm still learning, too, y'all, because it just dawned on me like I've been suffering and dealing with it and living with it for a minute. Um, you ever experienced it? I felt like I was about to go into it, but I kind of snapped was that out like? of it. Um, when we first when I first brought Jaxie home and she wouldn't latch for me mm -hmm. to breastfeed her. I was like, I'm done. With, I'm done with this baby. <laughs> It'd be like that. And it was like a moment of just disconnect. But it was very short lived. Um, but I didn't realize it until after the fact that that's what it was. Mm -hmm. But and I didn't voice it. I just was like, man, it's, I don't want her right now. Mm -hmm. But then when she finally latched. I was like, okay, we getting somewhere, boy, because mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't know how that was gonna play out. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of like felt it again when she only started to want one boob and not both, and I couldn't produce enough fast enough. Mm -hmm. It was yeah, I was like, nah, mm -hmm. I ain't built for this. Mm -hmm. And I um I remember first bringing him home. And I think I cried for the first six weeks, mm -hmm. like every day. And my mom was just like, you, you wanted this baby. And I was like, not really. <laughs> like in real life, I just didn't want to give him up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think a class, some, some real like detail, even if you feel like, oh, I ain't, I'm probably not going to go through that. I love that I'm pregnant. I'm having a, I got a good marriage. I got a good husband. I got a good wife. I got a, all the things. It's something that happens once they come. It's like something spiritually just like was drawn for me where I was just like, Ugh. so for them six weeks, I'm, he won't stop crying. I can't go out. Every everything that I knew to be me had completely dissolved. Mm -hmm. And nobody ever tells the mom, the new mom, you have to take make time to kind of grieve that your old, your old self is never gone coming back. and it's never coming mm -hmm. back. Not even those old boobs. Mm -hmm. They don't your old body, that, your old boobs, your everything old everything was. And you might do stuck. a snapback. You might to to people on the outside look like something. Mm -hmm. But to you, it's 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 a constant. And I tell people that all the time. It is a constant fight to be and look and feel normal to you, mm -hmm. not to nobody else. Yeah. And so. And with that, like my healing process took, they all they I left the hospital and I had a natural birth. Um, and we had some complications after that because of course I'm a little small and he he came out with a vengeance. With a, with a, with a little big <laughs> head. Um and even even just the trauma in in labor, like I stayed home until I was 10 centimeters because I because they don't let you eat in the hospital and one thing y'all know about me I like to eat and I was I needed something to eat and so I was like I'm gonna just stay home until it's time for me to go to the hospital and then it's 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 like I was too late to get the epidural so I had to feel everything 
And then he comes out and I'm just like, that was a lot. That was a lot. And people just act like this thing is just normal. And I was just looking at my mama and looking at everybody like, y'all didn't even tell, like nobody prepared you for that. They prepared me how to breathe. They prepared me how to breastfeed. They prepared all these things, but there's no preparation for the emotional the mental state that uh -huh. I'm in. Mm -hmm. And you can't say anything because everybody's so the happy. baby needs you. The baby needs you and everybody around you is so happy. So, I mean, excited. And I would have to just go in my room, close the door and cry because I was so sad. And the only thing that kept me sane was breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. And I did it for about a year because that's the only thing that I felt like was. Allowed you to bond. Mm -hmm. with because he needed me in that way. But anything else I tried to do, he was just like, girl, if you go somewhere, I'm crying for an hour. <laughs> and no, you can't go out. Because you go out, then your whole shirt going to be wet because of me. And I used to be like, can somebody just help me, please? So, and my mom was there. She was there the entire time. And I think I, if I was alone, I probably would have. I probably, the mental state I was in, I probably would have did something to hurt myself and him. My mom and was there, was I think, for the first month. First month? Uh, maybe the first two. I think the first month, my mom was there. Travis was there. But to me, I was I was all right after she latched. I mm -hmm. was good. Um, but then there were, like, the feelings, like, when, okay, now I got this mommy thing down, so I think... Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then I got to go in the bathroom and it's like my stomach is black, my neck fat. And then mm. now I did have, I forgot, I did have an issue when they told me I had to have a C-section. Broke my heart. I was mad, mm -hmm. pissed, devastated, all of that stuff. And that part I did resent the fact that I chose to get pregnant. I was, I was pissed. Mm -hmm. And it took me six months to heal after they say six weeks. I was like, after six weeks, I'm like, what's happening? Six, six whole months to heal. And I mean, they send you home. This is very graphic. So if you got a young daughter watching, you know, or a young person watching, I'm going to go into some stuff that happens after labor. So you might want to get them out the room. But they send you home these big old ugly diapers. And you got to, you have to switch out bandages every other, like every other hour. You are not, your beautiful It don't look yoni like that, baby. It's not. It's big and black and toe up. And my doctor, Dr. Pottinger Pickens, I don't know where you are. If you are watching this, please reach out to me. <laughs> Dr. Pottinger Pickens, um, my six-month checkup, she made me look at myself. She was like, have you looked down there, Joy? And I was like, no, because she ain't healed. I'm not looking down there. What mm -hmm. am I looking for? What am I, what am I looking at? Because I know it looked nasty. I know it's not what it used to be because she used to be, you know what I'm saying? And what is wrong with it's, you? It's true. And, and y'all women, y'all know this too. Um, but after I had him and seeing those stitches and stuff, it, it broke me in that room. Chrissy had to hold my hand the whole time. Like, and she was like, you have to look at yourself. You are mature. And hearing that, it helped me a lot in the moment to know, okay, now I'm mature. I'm not this little girl that I used to be. You're a mom and a grown woman. It's time to get up. It's time to buckle up, Joy. Mm -hmm. And for six months, I have been down. And I still, to, to this day, still battle with the feelings and the shame and all the things because I had a lot going on with my. I hit it, I didn't tell nobody I was pregnant. Like, I didn't post no pictures. I didn't take no pictures of him. Like, my postpartum was bad. And it's a shame now he's about to be 11. And I'm just now going through therapy to relieve myself because I know that that's what it is. And I don't know how many moms out there are dealing with it and don't have nobody to talk to. Don't have. We probably need to start a support group, I'm thinking, just to just so they can put in there hate this i'm mad today because you will feel that anger and won't have a place to let it out and my let out 
Chrissy was living with me after this. And I mean, I was so mean looking back at it when it came to him. Cause postpartum would make you, it made my awareness heightened thinking he was in danger because I felt like I couldn't take care of him good. So I always felt like I had to overprotect and that. You still that way ooh, now. I'm still that way. <laughs> I, I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. So do you know, um, do you, do you understand or know why postpartum depression isn't openly talked about? Do I know why? I don't think it's a set, set answer oh, to that. Oh, how you feel? I feel like it's not talked to, talked about because it is supposed to be, in society, a happy moment. Mm -hmm. You are supposed to be happy. The daddy's supposed to be happy. Your family's supposed to be happy. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Nobody leaves room for, you really want this? Because if you say no, they're like, all right, well, too bad you had it. You, mm -hmm. you did the act to now you're pregnant. So boom, deal with it. Yeah. And never really say, do you really want this mm -hmm. and all that comes with it? Because a lot of people in their heads and their minds, they think that having a baby, they get stuck at the baby, the baby stage. Mm. Just, oh, it's easy. Just, it's it's so easy when they in your stomach. Just a cute baby. Or I'm just walking mm -hmm. around with a belly and everybody's giving me whatever I want, whenever mm -hmm. I want it. And boom, here's a baby. And oh, yeah, and it's all love. Get your child. Nah. Okay. Get your baby. <laughs> they don't prepare you for when they have a personality. Now they got a personality. Now they want things. Now they got an attitude for nothing. Mm -hmm. Now they being a brat. And they're sick. And you're sick. And you still got to go to work. Mm -hmm. And they're sick again. Mm -hmm. And you still got to go to work. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they're sick one more time. And you still have to go to work and work through all of this. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a second parent that is in the house with you this is all on you all yeah every day i think there should be not just prenatal classes yep but there should be classes that follow you through the rest of parenthood yep. up until adulthood mm -hmm. and there is none there and they is don't none. talk about it mm -hmm. they don't want to say and i think half our our moms have probably felt this and not only do the moms go through postpartum the dad does too and um because it affects everybody in the house like um and if you don't get help it'll show up in so many ways and i mean even to even to this day i'm being real vulnerable in it but even to this day i could still have like the mood swings the emptiness the everything when it comes to just being a mom um even with my dynamic i have a different dynamic when it comes to my child and even just adding that on to what I already was depressed about it just makes it worse and do you resent the fact that you had a kid when you had a kid not necessarily him but do you resent the fact that you that you had a kid when you had a kid it's a double answer mm -hmm. it's a double answer I I because I, resent is such a big word I would I would have waited a little longer till I got myself together mentally and spiritually. But I thought at the time that I was okay. And I thought that I was mentally ready. I thought my, my village was secure and it wasn't up to them to raise him. You know what I mean? Um, and so, and then too, I, looking back on just my bloodline, it's some stuff that my, my people are fighting when it comes to just family period and where I am spiritually now I I, I wasn't 11 years ago mm -hmm. so I needed a little I needed a little help mm -hmm. and um but I don't regret regret it he he's a gift and a blessing and um but I do wish that I was more equipped to take care of him Mm -hmm. in a good in a in a better way um and even even just while being pregnant if you if i was pregnant during an era where church 
church was the 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 shame. It, I like I had a cloud of shame over my head the whole pregnancy. Mm. So when he asked, like, "Mommy, what I look like as a baby?" I'm like, mm. I was like, "Dang!" I was like, and I felt guilty about that. I was like, I really let these people church people stop me from taking pictures, stop me from posting, stop me from saying I was pregnant. Like people still to this day, this is probably their first time knowing that I got a baby because I just don't say because I'm ashamed sometimes. And, um, and you feel, you feel alone because everybody with their kids are very happy with their children. And it's like, okay. And I but then just, there's a pretentious happiness with your kids mm -hmm. for social media. And then you'll get off social media and beat the hell out of them yeah. for absolutely nothing. And there's the genuine happiness of being a mom. Mm -hmm. Like, I can honestly say I am completely okay with being a mom. Mm -hmm. I love it. Greatest badge of honor. Oh, thank you. <laughs> ever. Yeah. But there are those times where you like, good God almighty, I need mm -hmm. a break. Yeah. <laughs> I need a break. Like, that's why I even... Filming today was rough, yeah. like getting up. Mm -hmm. I had to get up earlier because I had to, to take her to school, get her ready for school. Never mm -hmm. mind, I worked to 11 o'clock last night mm -hmm. to get up at 6 to get her ready. Then I got to get me ready. Then I got to show up here in my full self. For sure. And be like, ah, bruh. Mm -hmm. But you got to drive an hour away for her to be with her dad. And it's just like, bro, you don't get to talk about the overwhelming feeling. It's never to me a feeling that I don't want to do it no more, mm -hmm. but it's a feeling that today I don't. Right. Today I don't even want to be an adult, let alone a mom. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be an adult today. I don't want to pay no bills. I don't want to log onto this computer. I don't want to answer my phone. Mm -hmm. I don't just want to be here for real, not for nobody else but me right now. <laughs> and yeah. you can't. Cannot. You can't. When you have a kid, you literally have to be sh and show up every single time. Mm -hmm. And then, and now I'm trying to implement under making her understand that mommy needs some downtime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we go a lot. This weekend, it's a no. I need to sit here mm -hmm. and do nothing and do nothing. Even if I clean up, even if I do laundry, I am here in my space doing what I want to yeah. do, not what, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. We always do what you want to do. I said, and sometimes it is okay for us to do what mommy wants to do. Yeah. It is not all, always about you. It's not. My job is to make sure you're safe and you have the things that you mm -hmm. need in life, but not, it's not going to always be the things that you want. Mm hmm and you got to be okay with that. Yeah. And um and even saying that it be like Ugh. yeah, it hurt him. I don't want to do that. I didn't want to say that to her, but yeah. I had to. It's necessary for me. Yeah. To be and it's then it's a life lesson for her like, well, you know, mommy do have to have time for herself. Mm -hmm. You know. It's a honey, listen. And postpartum definitely affects the relationships that you have around you and my thing was I just withdrew um I just I always go inside myself and just kind of hide out there. But I remember uh, they, they had this, I was watching something and the lady made a list. It was a husband and a wife and the husband said, uh, well, they were asked the question, what's your list of priorities when it comes to your family? And the husband said, well, my wife, the kids, then me. Mm -hmm. And then he, they asked the wife and she said, me, the kids, then him. And he felt really bad about it. and. I, and I'm thinking like, no, nah, that's, you know, that's, that's not supposed to be like, cause you can't pour from this empty cup. And it was just like, I just felt so unprepared. I felt like he took all everything. Mm -hmm. And I just think it should be something that we're talking about to the new moms and the ones that are pregnant and the ones that want to be, it is a, Emotional roller coaster. Every single day. Every day for the rest of your life. Every day. For the rest of your life. When they hand you that baby. That's it. Game changer. Game over. You are no longer the woman you were nine months ago. And it's no longer just about you. You could cancel yep. Christmas. It is not about you no more. 
Not all about you no more. Right, not all about. You, you could cancel Christmas. Baby, you could cancel Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then they don't talk about the part that when you get this baby, how to balance mm -hmm. self and a baby. They don't talk about that. Mm -mm. And they guilt trip you. If you always oh, guilt trip for real, I get let me let me just go for a walk mm -hmm. for a minute. You your guilt trip. You don't never have your kid, girl. Hi, this girl with me twenty four seven. Mm -hmm. Like, give me a, give me a mm -hmm. break now. Come on now, mm -hmm. come on now. And even and even with the moms and dads who are long distance, it's it's people think that we have it easy, and and that's the that's the. Um, was it a stereotype to me that I really just one day I'll be able to talk about it in full. But I think long distance distance parents, meaning the child lives out of state or they don't live in the same state as you and you're still their parent. Um, they don't they don't talk about that either. And um, we we go through the same hardships, just different. I mean, we go through hardships, just different ones. It's, it's rough being away from your baby. Because in society, that's not a thing. Mm -hmm. Not for real. Yeah, It's not a thing to have a baby and as a mom, let your kid go live with his dad. Mm -hmm. That's not a thing. Who does that? Right. That's what people think. Yeah. Um, but in, in reality, I think sometimes it's necessary. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Even if the, the child the child lived with the dad or with the mom, mm -hmm. pretty much full-time. I think that sometimes it is what is best for the kid. Mm -hmm. Like, I am not equipped enough for this baby to have a quality of life and I have to be selfless enough to say I can't give him mm -hmm. that I love him I love her whatever but I can't give this child what they need right now mm -hmm. it may not even be ever mm -hmm. but I'm still your mama I still love you I still want to be a part of your life but your day-to-day, -day, everything, I don't have it in me to give. Mm -hmm. And some people just really don't have the mother instinct. Mm -hmm. They are, became a mom, boom, I'm a mom now. Mm -hmm. Now I got to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But instinctually, some women just don't know how to, it's not in them to mm -hmm. just spring into action all the time. It's not right. in them and, it's, and it doesn't take away from you being a mom. Right. It is just something that is in some women and in some women yeah. it's not and it's in the same goes for a dad some dads know how to wake up and boom get the whole house ready then you got a dad that's only going to do what you asked him to do yeah so i feel like the part where people get to say you ain't no mama because you don't have your son well hear me out i'm a mom thank you breaks <laughs> I gave birth to him. Mm -hmm. So that makes me a mom already. But my dynamics is just different from yours. Yeah. But if you think about it, everybody's household is different. It's ran different. There's nobody's household in this world that is ran just like the, the next one. Mm -hmm. So I think that people should want to give grace to parents, period. Period. Give grace. It, 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 this ain't, there's no playbook. There's no rule book. There is nothing that says, hey, do A, B, and C, and you're going to mm -hmm. have a great parenthood. Right. Give grace and give yourself. I'm going to tell you as your friend <laughs> mm -hmm. to give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. Ain't no rule book. True. We going to do some things that yeah. just don't make sense to the world. Mm -hmm. We're going to do some things that might be frowned upon mm -hmm. from another parent. But I'm about to get emotional. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand that whatever you do and however you do it is best for you and your kid. Yeah. That is it. It don't have to make sense to nobody else in this world. Yeah. But y'all, your job is to give him love. Let him know that you love him. Never stop letting him know that you love him. I won't. <laughs> Even when 
it is a day where you don't feel like you got love in you mm-hmm. <laughs> to give. Right. Still let him know. Just as an affirmation, even if you don't really feel it. Because yeah. it, that's possible. For sure. It's possible to wake up and be like, I ain't got no love for nobody to give today. Mm-hmm. I don't. And that's okay. That's okay. Figure out what works for you as a parent. Anybody, figure out what works for you as a parent. Do what you have to do for your kid. But you, Joy. <laughs> yes, Nadia. <laughs> don't have to explain that. You yeah. don't have to explain that to nobody. You don't have to feel ashamed about what your dynamic is with your kid. It only has to make sense to you and your kid. Yeah. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to even carry what family issues into your now parenthood. You don't have to. That's done. That's water under the bridge. Yeah. We're healing from it. We good. It was what it was, but it's not going to let, it's not going to get in the way of who I am to my kid, who I am as a woman. None of that even matters. Yeah, for sure. Damn them mm. people. <laughs> I'm just being honest. No, I know you are. I know you are. And I appreciate it for real. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's a journey. And we're still on it, and it's no, and, and it's it's nowhere near done. You know oh, what I'm no. saying? Um, but I believe when people can get outside of themselves and really see that a person is dealing with way more than what it looks like they're dealing with, um, they can have compassion and empathy for the woman who did give birth to the baby, and 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 has to live separately. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially because I think you said something earlier, inst- like you might not have a mother- motherly instinct. And mine was huge. Like I could, I mean, I'm a good, I'm a good mommy, you know, and it hurts worse when you are that intuitive and you can't do it because then you're, you're battling with that too. Um, <clears throat> you said you're a good mommy. Do you actually feel like you're a good mom? I do. I think I'm phenomenal okay. when it comes to being a mommy. I really do. Um, I did a really good job when when I when he was with me. Um, I had to because like you back to back. Well, when he was with me, it was twenty four seven. Like it wasn't no going there's traveling. No like there is no break. You know, um, even when you're away from them, there's no yeah, break. There's no break. <laughs> and so I feel like yeah, I'm a phenomenal mom. I feel like the love is definitely there. It was just more of a mental, like it was it was pouring from an empty cup all the time. That's all. And I wanted to be full. I wanted to be full. And I know a lot of moms out there are feeling the same way, but can't say that. And so I'm just being the first to say it. You want to be full a lot of time, but the truth is we ain't Mm-mm. never full. Just like this mug is We're almost gone. never like, full. Yeah. We going to get from a cup that got 1% water yeah. in it, 5%, mm-hmm. 10%, 100%, 1,000%. Yeah. We still got to pour from that cup, no matter what. Mm. And that is the part that is not spoken about. No matter what percentage your battery is on, they still you need still got to go. They need a hundred every time. Yeah, that is the expectation. Mm-hmm. That is even the expectation of the kid until you set it. Listen, Linda. When mommy goes in this room, do not bother me. You better not, you better not knock on that door. Don't knock so, on this door. Don't ask me for nothing because I don't got it. Not today. No. Um, what are some important warning signs or symptoms that new mothers should be aware of when it comes to postpartum depression? I My first warning sign where I knew something was wrong was when I just literally, I, for a second, I did not leave him alone, but I really was just like, I'm just going to leave him in the room. Because me, I check on Paul every five minutes, like, like clockwork. You I don't care what I'm doing. That boy's 17 and you still Look, do it. I still be like, Paul, say something. <laughs> Let me know you in there live, you know, but that my first sign that something was wrong was when I was like, I can leave. I left him in his room mm-hmm. and he was like tiny, like he was still wearing diapers. And I was like, joy. And instantly I just went in there and grabbed him. And I was just like, oh, something wrong with me. Like something's really wrong with me. And I called the father and I was like, hey, I need you to get him for a little while because 
I'm losing it. And my mom, bless her soul, you know, mom, black moms, boy, I got stuff to do. That's your baby. I got stuff to do. But I don't think that that was a thing of that was me not voicing what was really going on in my body. It was just it was I just like, mom, can you watch him? Because I so need to go run the streets because she probably thought I was going to go to the club, uh -huh. go finish doing what I, I miss. But I really was going to sit in my bed and cry because I'm like, this is hard. This is hard. <laughs> it's rough. And so I remember one time Chrissy caught me in the bathroom just screaming. She was like, what's wrong? I said, girl, I'm tired. I was like, he can really just go. And that's when I knew something was wrong. So I think the warning signs are when you, when the emptiness gets so empty to where you stop caring mm -hmm. about the baby. And your, and your care go, mm -mm, I don't care. I don't, whatever happened, happened. I don't care. Mm -mm. We can run off the road. And it gets really, really dark. It gets real dark. Like, and I, and I overcompensated by protecting, overprotecting mm -hmm. him, where it looked like, oh, she really, really care, girl. I will kill you because I just want to kill something right now. So don't, don't please. <laughs> like it was, it was hard. So I think once you really start getting them bad feelings and bad thoughts, talk to somebody. Do not hold that junk in for years because it will affect everything you got going on. Um, what you think some warning signs are? Like people should look out for. That is really the first one. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's the, probably the first one in everybody. Mm -hmm. It's the disconnect feeling that you have and, and the lack of care. Mm -hmm. Because you, dis, you, you disconnected so you can't care. Mm -hmm. And it, I think they like go hand mm -hmm. in hand. You can't really, I can't care because I'm disconnected. Yeah. So maybe the feeling of disconnect mm -hmm. um, first that I don't really like this kid. I don't know why they're oh, here. This, this, this new life is a little, it's a little strange. Yeah. Um, how can family and friends provide effective support to a mother struggling with postpartum depression? Ask. ask. Are you don't okay? Assume. Don't assume because this woman just bought a life into this world that she's automatically happy. She got everything, everything she wanted. She got everything she wanted and nothing in the world matters but this kid. Mm -hmm. Literally sit down and talk to this person that just gave birth. Talk to the daddy too. Yep. Um, Y'all good? Not nah, for real. In, in a real way. In are a you real okay? way. Are you good? This just changed the game here. Mm -hmm. This is a game changer. People think that having illnesses, had a baby and boom, it is a game changer. If you're intentional about being a parent, it is not just another walk in the park. Mm -hmm. It is not just another kid. It is intentionality every day, all day, mm -hmm. period. Yep. Even the feeling of anxiety that you get when your kid goes away, it is an insane feeling yep. every single day. My kid at school, but I'm still scared on the low. Mm. Yeah. I'm a text her watch, baby you good. If she don't answer, I might pick up early. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah. But then you gotta give them a quality of life. Like you can't be on edge all the time. Ooh. But I'm on edge all the time. I might not act on it all the time, but I am on edge all the time. Don't hurt my kid. Please you know don't. I mean? Please don't. And and in my shoes, I have to. I had to bag up because of certain reasons. But every day, every single day, I'll be. I'm. He's on my there mind in my spirit every single day. It's not. They don't go <clears throat> away when you a for real mom. Mm -hmm. It, it's in you. Yeah. It's in your soul. They're here. Yep. If you look in the mirror, you might see Jason yeah. on my forehead. No lie. Yeah. That is what it is mm -hmm. every day, all day. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yep. Sue me. And, Call and, it what you want to. And I think all moms feel the same way. I really do. For real. Um, and I ain't going to say that, but Okay. What are some lifestyle changes or self-care practices that helped me in managing postpartum? Um, I finally started talking to people about how I really felt. Oh, let me go back. 
friends and family. I want to go back. Friends and family, how you can support. Number one, just know that postpartum depression is normal in most women, even the ones that don't say. Sometimes even you just go into the house, having a baby for three days, knowing that, because I know once um, I'm at a point now, because I know Chrissy ain't had her baby yet, um, but I definitely am very intentional about now helping friends with, with kids, like, especially them first, them first probably what, two years, you might need to go grab them. Oh my gosh. For a few days. So your friend can not, not go play. Cause she could go play if she want to go play, but sleep. Cause you don't sleep for real. The first few years. What? The first, you really don't. I think people do be getting messed up. Like, oh, the first couple of months, you ain't going to sleep. Bro, you don't sleep the first few years. You don't. <laughs> and nobody tells you that you really like switching your whole eating clock, everything. So I think the support would be to just show up. To you don't ask no questions. And let them vent. Let the mom say all the hard, ugly dark things that she wants to say it don't mean that she don't want to be a mama it doesn't mean that she can't be a mama it don't mean none of that it just means that this feeling inside of me i need to get out and i need a safe space to talk about it so if you need one call me i got a link in the email if you want to if you're a mom and you just want to joy i feel you on this talk please get it out because once you start talking about it once i found that safe space to speak on it and where I wasn't being judged, I noticed that I could love on him a little bit better because I was like, oh, okay, I'm all right. I got that out. And I think my my breaking point was when I broke Chrissy. Uh, we were driving, y'all. And she was, so when Paul was smaller, I wouldn't let him close car doors on his own. She She's a different type of person. Chrissy is going to raise her kids to be very independent. I wasn't of course, I was going through my own little mental thing. So I protected him, overly protected him from stuff that he could have possibly did. And he probably could have closed the car door, but I wouldn't let him. And she was just yelling at me like, you need to let him grow up. You need to let him. You're too this and you're too that. But once again, she's yelling at me, not knowing, both of us not knowing that this is postpartum depression talking. It's not joy. This isn't Chrissy. Chrissy don't know what you're dealing, what she's with. dealing with. And so she talking to you as a friend and I'm looking at her like, you and so she wouldn't shut up and I took my phone because I wanted to bust her face and I've said this a million times and I took it and I just threw it through the windshield and there's something else that happened we're going to talk about that on Patreon because that's that's for the another crowd but I did something else to physically hurt myself in that moment mm -hmm. because I was so ready to get up out of this earth like and I'm looking at my baby in the back seat like yeah he don't need me either like it was horrible, but that was my breaking point. That's when I went and sought help because I was like, girl, you really going to kill yourself. Like for real. And was at peace with it. There was no, oh no, I want to know. It was no peace at all. And people underestimate that feeling like, oh, she'll be all right. She'll no, I wasn't going to be all right. But I, but I had the strength. Thank God. Thank God that I had the strength to actually say the same day, like, Girl, go get some help because there ain't nobody around you really knowing what you're going through. And um, I think the support of just people saying if she had a baby, I'm going to treat it as this. Mm -hmm. Even if she looking happy, give me that child. What's up? Go and talk about it. Because then the mama sit there and go, no, I'm OK. I'm OK. I'm not OK. I'm not. I'm really not. You know, and I just want to create a space. I want to create some awareness around postpartum depression and stop treating it like it don't exist because it does. OK, um, last one. The oh, wait, not the last one. Sorry. Lifestyle changes. I went I went and started doing meditations. I went and dived deeper into my spirituality, which is what helped me self-care. Um and really go into places where I could cry and really release in a real, real way. And I surrounded myself with God brought these people. I was asking and God brought, especially my mama, Nadia, um, oh, Nadia, <laughs> brought her into my life to where I could really have some really deep conversations about my soul. And those helped. 
um, anything that helped. Well, you didn't really deal with it. But you got a good support. Your mama show up. She look, come on. She go get on yeah. the hell, go to hell or jail. Yeah. But some, a lot, not some, a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and not in a braggadocious way, but they don't, they just don't have it because people are consumed with their own lives. Yeah. They don't feel like being available for you. Mm-hmm. Like. I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. I'm the grandma. I the mama. Yeah. Girl, figure it out. Just like I figured it like out for I, you. Because it was six of y'all. I and you figured talk, it you out. You cried about one. I figured it out. And I think that mm-hmm. part is where we get into what is that toxic, back goes back toxic into toxic gratitude. gratitude because, oh, girl, you just got one baby and I had six. Okay. And it's possible for a person to be overwhelmed with this one kid. Yeah. You don't know what nobody's capacity is. Yeah. It's this big. Mm-hmm. Yours might be this big. So you won't fault me because mine ain't as big as yours? Yeah. Never mind. Y'all had some other stuff going on back Mm -hmm. in the day. For sure. Y'all ain't have social media. Y'all ain't have kids asking for Jordans and Playstations and all of these huge expectations and want to travel abroad at eight. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. And you got to show up. Every time. You want to go where? I swear to God, Joyce said, uh, JC said, Ain't that place so beautiful? I said, what is that? She said, the Maldives. The Maldives. Girl, it's Maldives. I said, it's the what? She said, the Maldives. Maldives. I said, pool. That is the Maldives. <laughs> she was like, yeah. So I was thinking we can go there next month for my birthday. Never. What, Linda? I never asked my parents to go out the country nowhere. What? Because I ain't know nothing about it. Right. I ain't know all I knew was going to Orlando. That's Listen, really all I knew. That's all we did was Florida. Go to, or- going to Orlando, okay? That's where we're going. That's it. Like, what? You want to go where? In in three weeks? It's not happening. Girl, we, we used to have to, to go save to Bush up. Gardens. Get on that little roller coaster and so do what we you need going. to do. Because yep. that's where you said you wanted to go initially. Mm-hmm. Now you know I found the Mall of D's <laughs> the Mall of on D's. the internet. Right. And you want to go? I said, now nah, we going to be able to say, so, well, I'll call my daddy. I said, well, you can do that. Let me know what he say. And let me know and what he say. And tell him to book two flights. Because we all going to the Maldives. Hello. <laughs> we all going to the Maldives. To the Maldives. But they, this, this, that pressure, they didn't have that. They didn't Mm-mm. have that. And then it, even the, the things they want to eat, like what? We had McDonald's every Friday, Captain D's on Thursdays because it was free and Golden Corral on Tuesdays because it was free. What y'all know about it? What? Period. But no, Paul get a different meal every time. And you're asking, what do you want to eat? Mm-hmm. Not dinner's the food ready is on the table. To sit down to eat. And you got green beans and rice. And, and you what? be like, what is I and want this? Kid, this. Like, I don't want this. My, man, listen, man. Mm-hmm. And I got so frustrated about it two weeks ago. I said, listen, you about to start feeding yourself. Whatever you find to mm-hmm. eat. Is what you're gonna eat. Mm-hmm. You're not finna keep wasting my money. Mm-hmm. And these are things that I know you enjoy. You just don't want to eat it. Mm-hmm. You was just dogging it last week, and the week before that, mm-hmm. and this week you don't want it. Like what? I don't put two hundred dollars mm. on your account at school. And how old is she? Eight. I say you don't want. You don't want Eight. to pack your lunch? $200 on the account. You don't want to pack your lunch? Oh, no, mommy. I don't want to pack my lunch. Kids don't take lunch to school. And I walk with a, a, a lunch box. Mm. But then you come home every day. Man, that lunch was nasty, man. All I ate was the, the juice and I ate the string cheese and that was it. But you still want me not to. And can you take lunch? me to Chick-fil-A on the way before we oh, get home? Oh, they're going to get Chick-fil-A before and after school. What? <laughs> you it's just a said you ain't want to take. So now day. you got this two hundred dollars on your account, and now you want to take lunch to school every day. Mm-hmm. I need my money back, JC. <laughs> they won't give it back to uh-uh. me. It's just there. Mm-hmm. No, bro, they no. I was so oh lord, I was so hot with that little girl. Cause I'm just like, what are you going to mm-hmm. eat? Cause now I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Cause you keep playing over everything. But now I notice, when you get hungry for real, 
You gonna You'll eat. eat. Yeah, for sure. And whatever that is that you eat, you're going to eat it. Yeah, even if it's in the Maladies. Even if it's in the Maladies. I love that, <laughs> by the way, JC. I love the Maladies, and we are going to go. Um, <clears throat> before we go, though, y'all, uh, what message would you like to share with other mothers who might be going through postpartum depression right now? Um, before we go, I do, I want to say this to the moms who are dealing with it silently and maybe openly and y'all are seeking help. Um, you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Your feelings are valid and they are perfectly normal. Um, just do not try your best to not let them consume you, overwhelm you into the point where you do something to harm you or the baby. Um, seek help really bad. And I know how hard it is to come out of yourself to ask for help for something that you feel ashamed of. I've been there. So just ask for help. That's my word to you. And if you need to hit me up, hit me up. Um, I'm going to think about this support group and how we can, I can get some people who can actually doctors, people who actually deal with women who are dealing with postpartum depression to get us some activities, some workbooks, some something. So we can all heal and transform on this journey to being back whole um, because we'll never be the women that we were before we had these babies. We'll never be them again, but we can become someone new. And that's the, that's the blessing in it all. And we get to love our kids a little bit better than we did yesterday. Okay. Um, so if you're dealing with postpartum, my heart goes out to you for real, for real. Um, and I, and I really want to bring more awareness to it. So this might not be the last time that I'm talking about it or you hear about it. Um, but I love you and you're not alone. So call me, hit me up. Call me, hit me up. Hit me up for real. What you want to say to the mamas? Let's get you, get you some, uh, <clears throat> some people that stand with you and behind you for the days that you don't feel like you're hundred percent self as a mom. Um, but I also would say to you as a mom, you have to be transparent enough to ask for help. Don't just call your friends when it's time to celebrate your kid's birthday. Mm. Or go out with the kids or take the kids on an outing. You have to be transparent enough with your friends, with their circle to say, on this day, hey, let's go out and I need it to be about me, not these kids. Mm -hmm. Because that way, and because when you do that, now I know, now I'm aware of what you got going on mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm not I'm now being fair to myself got it okay yeah so y'all we love y'all <clears throat> and spouses if you're if you notice that her attitude done changed she ain't she's disconnecting she not doing a whole lot tap in don't take it personally and just ask because she is a totally different person okay so um I hope that this helps somebody out there I really do and until next time no matter what you do, no matter where you grow, no matter what you sow. That's good. There's always room for you right here on the couch, okay? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.